I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Last time it was no tennis. One of these bullets is like us. Travelling forwards through time. The other one's going backwards. Can you tell which is which? How about now? Why does it feel so strange? You're shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Whoa. I didn't win back in myself. Felt like hell. Work out Good with fists for a diplomat. There are people in the future who need us. You got something? Not gonna like it. Time isn't the problem. Getting out alive is the problem. Close the opera. Hit a red and blue outside. I think our options are. What do you think we're seeing? The detritus of a coming war. a plane. Well, how big a plane? That part is a little dramatic. Last time it went no tennis.
up the volume till your speakers start to shake. You need a second take. You don't appreciate the bombs that don't go off. And I'm Sebastian. I think this is the end of a beautiful friendship. I'm Andy. Don't try to understand it. I'm Jordan. And welcome to our review of 2020's Tenet. We're back in the theatres. That part's exciting. We went to the movies again. Actually, it had a very strange release because I was up north in a small town for my brother's wedding two months ago. Mm. And I saw it in the cinema then. Interesting. So I'm not sure why the release was so staggered or so limited. It it was an independent cinema, to be honest. Yeah. So that that could have been part of the the reason that it would it wasn't a large chain. Yeah. We're actually weirdly getting to this late for where we're based in Australia, only because this film did come out, like I said, about two months ago or so. We got it earlier than most places in the world, purely it, because we could well, have a theatrical release. That's right. So uh, jokes on you. America, I don't know. <laughs> um, please stay safe. But yeah, so we've had this for a bit now. Where we should have, in theory, done this, yeah, two months ago or so, because it was on the schedule. It was just by the time we reshuffled everything, it just didn't make sense to really do it then. And honestly, it doesn't make sense to do it now either. We're mid Halloween, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. And many people still can't see it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I mean, we, don't, we don't generally do a spoiler alert for our stuff because it's all spoilers. But yeah, for the sake of it, international listeners, if it still doesn't come out in your country, yeah, this will be. I say full spoilers. I don't think the three of us understand what we saw. <laughs> I'm not sure if we can spoil it. But even <laughs> even explaining it, I'm not sure it would spoil it. <laughs> yep. So let's just say spoilers, but maybe not. Sure. That's we'll fine. Find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Jordan and I saw this film last night from the day of recording. So well, this comes out on the Monday, so we saw it on the Friday night just prior. Um, we had our own experience doing this. <laughs> so firstly, a bit of a fun touchstone for me personally. The last time I went to the theatres this year was also with Jordan and it was that group screening of The Room that we saw. Ah, uh, yes. Um, so that was the last film I had seen in theatres. It was much more fun than this. <laughs> but that was like, oh my God, my last theatrical experience was The Room. What is happening? 2020 really is the darkest it could possibly be. <laughs> but no, I'm glad that we're back in cinemas. But that should have been the headline. The headline should have been back to cinemas. But instead, God, Jordan, what happened? What did we do? <laughs> so for whatever reason, we decided it was the best choice was to go to the 4DX screening of Tenant, which uh, I had a bit of an idea of what it was, but I did not know how. Uh, 4DX, is yes. that like one that you know, has, has the smells of the movie along with it? Oh, sort it has of. all the senses, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> Smell, movement, Oh, really? Oh, no, re- <laughs> smells really? Yeah. yeah, not for every smell, but there was like a, a, a sort of like a when the gases were released, a sort of like almost I'm reluctant to call it a perfume, but like a pleasant smelling okay. gas came through. Why um, would you want moisture when you're watching a film? Yeah, Andrew, why uh, would I, look, you want? Look, this I didn't, <laughs> but that's what I opted in for. Apparently, <laughs> okay. So it's through event cinemas, which I don't know where that translates to internationally, but that's the chain that we went to. Um, the seats have air pumps in the back head. If you've ever been to like Movie World or Universal Studios or anything like that and watch one of their 4D theater presentations, it's that. But you're not at the theme park. You're in a cinema, an actual cinema. And it's- Why? Well, I didn't know, because, okay. All I, saw I like was, it as a concept. I just didn't enjoy it. <laughs> no, stop making films in 3D. It's rubbish. Stop trying to include anything other than a visual. 
when I saw and the, the sound yeah. for films. It's it doesn't worse. it doesn't need to be you, you know, when somebody has a is handed a biscuit on the screen, you don't also need to enjoy a biscuit alongside <laughs> okay. it. Oh, whoa, to get the full hasty. experience. <laughs> that would be better. The cinema are gonna give me a biscuit. Like, all right. It was it was funny. So when I when I was looking up times so we could get the session booked, I just saw it was like, oh, 7 30, there's a regular one. And 8 30, there's this 4DX thing. I don't know what that means, but it's Christopher Nolan. I assume this was catered for him because he always does like the big IMAX releases and this app. I thought it was like when James Cameron decides to make films, he's like he does something a little bit extra. He used to make good films. But when he but when he releases them, he's like, <laughs> right, Oh, here's right. Avatar. I also here's the three D technology that I developed. <laughs> you know, all that crap. I assumed it was along those lines and that this film was intended to be viewed like this. Okay. I've now come to the realization that no films are intended to be viewed <laughs> like this. It's nor should they be. <laughs> so the seats themselves um, they rise up, they lean back, they no. go forward. It's like a roller yep. coaster, but like- <laughs> I'm trying to watch a film. Oh, I know, Andrew. <laughs> little things too. Like the camera pans right. So the seats inch Move to the right. Come it's on. not even just for action scenes. Like they're in, there are dialogue scenes. They're just talking, but they decided to move the camera in that scene. So our fucking seats move with them. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean- That part I thought was kind of cool. The rest I could take. Maybe if the screen continued around you. No, yeah. no, it's it's a smaller screen than normal because the no, size could, of the theater was a bit small. <laughs> I it was could, even worse. It'd still be stupid, but at least I could understand the justification of having a seat that swiveled if your screen was also panoramic. Sure. Oh. It's right. worse. I'm actually holding back what is the, <laughs> I think is the worst feature of this. So there's also, I'm getting there. There's lights on the side of the, of the cinema that when like muzzle flares and stuff happen on screen, they'll flash with you, like with oh explosions. Um, there's, because there's not enough light on the screen. Of course, you oh, oh, you wish, Andrew. <laughs> um, there's the water squirt, which is actually optional on, your, on the side of your seat. You can have water on, water off. I had water on for the sake of the review, honestly. Sure, I did sure. not want water. Um, and thank you for doing it, Seth, I because glasses. this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm visually impaired when it comes to things. Um, I Thankfully though, it, unlike movie well, you don't get just like water cannons to the face. It was more just, you honestly, in my case, I just saw the water squirt up, but I never really yeah, got hit, okay. hit by it. My legs maybe got a little bit, but not much, you know? Um, yeah, the air pumps going on left and right ears for when the characters have near misses with bullets. Actually that part, that's kind of good. This yeah, would be great for sure. a gaming rig. If I wasn't yeah, playing a shoot up. Yeah, it actually I mean, would be sick, yeah. Um, was there was there a disclaimer before anything came on screen that this stuff would happen? Yeah, yes, very okay. briefly. You I could read, read about it. a quarter of it at the time <laughs> that you were given. <laughs> Literally, it came up, and I'm like, "Oh, cool! I find out what it is." And it ends. I'm like, Jordan, I read the left side of the screen. Did you happen to read the right side? Because I didn't catch it. I had not. Um, at the very beginning. <laughs> They play like a 30 second, um, like the event cinema trailer for right. this room that you're in, like just, just before the movie starts. And it just fucking, like it's a car chase and you're just like smashing around side to side and it all happens. And the second that trailer ends, the audience starts laughing. And I think it's because we all realized, oh no, this is a two and a half hour movie. And we just got the shit kicked out. In the back of the seats, mm -hmm. when the characters would take punches, like just the left, my left shoulder blade would get a thud in it. Like it had designed, <laughs> like that's a punch. Um, I'm still not at the worst part, Andrew. What do you do when you, you do have, have you bought tickets for Rocky Four yet? <laughs> <laughs> for the 4D, the 4DX Rocky Four experience. <laughs> this is for me. Oh, the, this is never ending. There was two things that were bad. 
This is the least, I'm still building up, so please. I can, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm loving every second of it. So the camera, it would ideally like the seats would tilt with the camera angle. So if like a Dutch angle was used, you'd tilt you know, to the <sighs> left or tilt to the right. Not not dramatically like you're falling out of your seat, although still. my phone did fall out of my pocket <laughs> yeah. at one stage. There was one bit like- I mean, What if you're holding a drink or some popcorn yeah, or something no. and this thing is, oh fuck. You have to just leave your drink in the seat. Um, so They're a, doing themselves out of business. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, there's a speedboat that's turning on screen, coming around, and it's turning left. So yes. when boats turn left or they turn right, the part, the way that they're turning, so in this example, it's turning left. So the left side of the boat is the part that lowers. They bank, yeah. It banks left, yeah. yeah. So naturally, we're following this boat turning left. So our seats turn right. <laughs> so I'm now watching the boat <laughs> facing the wrong way. I'm like, I'm not even experiencing this from like a simulation point of view. <laughs> it's little things like that. I'm like, it just wasn't, Yep. But that, I'm guessing that's, yep. a, that's a manual thing. Somebody has, when scripting, the, when the seats move to what, someone has, you know, turned right rather right. than left. But it was things like that. Like, I'm like, why am I tilting this way <laughs> when the boat's going the other way? It's a mirror image, right? No, it's a, it's a, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the worst part, Andrew, when you go to a theater, what are you there to do? You're there to watch a film, You're aren't you? You're there to watch a film. You know what makes watching a film slightly harder than normal? when explosions happen in the film, so they release smoke from in front of the movie screen. <laughs> Why? Just just two little smoke cannons that would like, tss, tss, when there's an explosion. Literally, mm -hmm. so smoke would come in front of the screen. That's exactly right. We spent, we spent $15 million on this visual effect, and we're gonna use 45 cents of smoke to obscure all of that. For you, Seb, for you to have Your that experience. Enjoyment. You wouldn't know there was an explosion on the screen unless you had the sensation of smoke in your lungs to, to really bolster that. So let's go. I can't truly appreciate it. <laughs> an explosion happens. So our seats vibrate. We get punched uh, in the back. The little cannons go on either side of our head. And, and then, you, then the, the smoke in front of I'm not entirely sure if the cinema's on fire or not. Yeah. <laughs> That being said, I delightful. I, I love it. <laughs> For going to the going to movie world, when you go to watch Shrek 4D, like a 15 minute short and do these things, it's kind of fun. I, I never go out of my way sure. to do it, but when you sit down, you're gonna have a bit of a giggle. That's fine. I was genuinely terrified when I realized what was happening and then I saw <laughs> the runtime of this film that I was going to vomit. Like <laughs> But I didn't, Just and I didn't get motion sick. Two and a half hours of motion sickness. I, well, I, I, I mean, didn't. I get it. It's like, not it's not throwing you around, but- Oh, Andrew, know. kind of, honestly, in some ways it was. You didn't, yeah. you didn't need a seatbelt. It wasn't excessive, but like- But okay, it was also constant. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> like, and and there was to be probably like, I think throughout like the whole runtime, there was maybe 15 minutes of motionlessness. Right. <laughs> like, during, just like, just pure just dialogue. <laughs> I punched myself in the face because I was trying to get my Coke to drink and then it started rocking. So I'm like, oh, cool, actually. So I go to put it down and my hand's free and I clock myself on the door. It's fine. It's fine, Andrew. But like, fuck me dead. Let the movie be a movie. Yeah. I'm a, a firm, firmly card carrying member of the motionless cinema experience gang. But it was uh, interesting. I like that they're, they're trying to do, between this and 3D, I appreciate that, the cinemas in general are trying to do something to to make to stand apart with with home mm. theater setups, people hey, getting projector you know, screens, people having their own. Um, you, know, you, you, know, you know how to stand apart? 
lower your popcorn prices by 80, 80% <laughs> to bring them in line with, with market prices for popcorn. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Stop f- fucking up all this, <laughs> all this rubbish, frankly rubbish, that nobody needs. It's not an experience you can sell other, other than a gift card you know, for your for your, yeah. your cousins or, or or whatever, would you ever actually recommend for anybody to go along to see oh, a film this way? Unless I it was a no. <laughs> unless it was a film designed to incorporate mm. the, the seat movement, which, which I don't understand why you would want to. Yeah, I'm you, not trying to be a purist here, but if you want a roller coaster, go to a theme park. That, that's that, yeah, for me, and, like and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Would you would you actually recommend that anybody see a film this no. way? I really well, like, yeah. I wouldn't be going out of my way to do it again. I, it's no, like unequivocally no. But I'm also thinking, like, is it just that we saw the wrong movie with it? But this was an action movie, so to be fair, no, like, I what movie's the, not it's meant to the perfect run. movie for it? I just didn't like it. But also, I was spending. We'll get into that when we get to the actual review of the movie. Obviously, I was spending so much time trying to think what's actually going on in this film no, while I think, punching yeah. myself in the jaw. Like, <laughs> Seb, believe it or not, I think this is actually perfect that we're talking about. Your cinema experience, along with this film, because I think there's a lot of unnecessary rubbish in Tenet. Yep. That was just there to show off. And show off they did. Show off they did. Yeah. But I don't know. No, I can't recommend the cinematic experience of this. No. The fact is I'm I'm not angry because we paid $13 for our tickets because we got them discounted with the membership of the theater. But they normally are $30 each. Yeah. Yeah, but then you spilled $37 worth of Coke on you. <laughs> no, no, I just punched myself in the face. Just, but luckily- The Coke remained full, it's fine. <laughs> we have a good public health oh, care goodness, system in Australia. I didn't incur any, any big medical costs from this. Um, I just, I, I, I appreciate what they tried to do. But fuck me dead. I was my, kind of my on board. My question is like, who is this for? Yeah. Like, who wants this? Yeah. People who are like, oh, my spine hurts a little bit, but what if it hurt a lot? Like, what is that like? Like, you, I, made, you joke about Medicare, watching- it's fine. You joked about like watching Rocky Four in it. Honestly, maybe a fighting movie could be fun if it was shot the no, right way, but be. it would have to be shot with this in mind. Like Just, Avatar- you imagine watching Joker? Just him getting kicked in the gut for five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> just some usher that comes along with a like baton all, and just all black. Just beats the shit out of you. Uh, well, I, I think and I, you dread it. You can see him walking up, yeah. the, up the aisle. What the hell is coming on screen? I was just thinking, like Avatar, like or hate that film, it was shot to be done in 3D and it wasn't like rendered after the sure. fact it was made. And visually going to a 3D cinema, it was the best film I saw for what it did. This film wasn't designed to be a ride. That's, and I wonder if there was a version of Avatar like that was made for right. this, could it work? This seems like something James Cameron would do. It does. Maybe Avatar 5 will be 4XD exclusive <laughs> or whatever it is. But I don't know, man. It was, it was fucking weird. Well, that's just that's just amazing. I was like, like I said, like hardcore nervous laughter after we had that thirty second tease of what it would be. Like, <laughs> this is not good. I, feel I think I, like the other thing is like that teaser was like pretty heavy as well. Like uh, it yeah. was like nonstop, like pretty full throttle. Oh like, yeah, we're going to show you everything the seat can yeah. do. Yeah, in thirty seconds. Yeah, <laughs> go, so, go, go. so you think, oh great, so I'm now sitting down for two and a half hours of this. But <laughs> once you actually settle into it, it's not that bad. It's just not, also not good. <laughs> yeah, I, get, I got used to it as well. Like you do, but it, honestly, you know getting what? used to it was about an hour and a half in. Yeah. <laughs> somebody somebody kicking the back of my seat, I would say something after 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 
And this is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this I'm, is I'm, a afraid you, I'm afraid you can't talk to the theatre. <laughs> I, 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 I gave many a stern look to the theatre walls, but nothing happened. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pause my recommendation on this until I see a film that I think is designed for it. But, but currently I'd say much like if a film wasn't designed to be in 3D and then they just tacked on at the end to see it normal. It wasn't made for that. What about the other end? What about a, what about a movie like, uh, uh, you know, Wall Street or Margin Call or something <laughs> with this feature? What, what on earth would you do with it? Somebody spills some, some, some coffee on screen and you get a, you get a showered a with water. And you, yeah, 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 right to the crotch. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen is next time I go to the movies with my wife, because it will most likely, she always comes to like when we do like the, the DC and the Avengers and all that stuff. We'll most likely see one of those together. So it will be an action film. She has to be punished with this experience like I was. I you have will, to live it too. Yeah, I'll go out of my way to, to do it there and I'll see how it feels the second time round where the, there's no less novelty and less shock um, <laughs> because I know that I'm just going to have a bad time. I want oh, to I'm pitch, having a guinea pig myself. I want to pitch a movie. It's going to be called Harassment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's essentially going to be a point of view of a sexual harassment video. And it's just going to be people creeping up on you. You know, they're going to be whispering in your ear and you're going to get the little, you know, jet of air beside you, beside your ear, right? You're going to try and lean away from them because they're being <laughs> creepy and your seat is going to, to mimic that and show you leaning away, <laughs> right? They're going to tap you on the shoulder. You're going to get that nice thud in the shoulder from the seat. That'd be perfect. You'd be you'd be physically uncomfortable as well as uncomfortable by all the creepiness going on screen. That's that's actually a good marriage. Alternate pitch: you adult films only. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah, actually, yeah, that's my pitch. That's sure. my whole pitch. That's there, it. There's literally water jets that can hit you as well. Like you can sim. There, there's so many <laughs> so many things that can be simulated by these seats. Not all the things, but a lot of the things. That's where this technology is going to go when it inevitably fails in theaters. It's going to go to like. Porno the, theaters. The back room of adult shops. <laughs> yes. Anyway, let's get into the actual movie, I guess. But like, fuck me dead. People like it. 7.8 on IMDb. Um, Rotten Tomatoes has 71 critical and 76% audience. That's all right. So Not it, it quite as a, high as Nolan's normal, I suppose. No, it, get, it gets a B from, from the, the public in general, I guess. Quick question. I never saw Dunkirk. That's my, my gap in the I Nolan franchise. No, franchise series. Okay, I was going to say, is it better than this? I would imagine it would have to be, but also I think a war film would suck in this kind of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, sorry, as you were. Oh, just... the smells. Can you smell mm. the dead rats? And the only... smell the human carcass? <laughs> the only smell they pumped in was like, I, I can't describe, it was like almost like a vanillary sort of pleasant sure. smell. Mm. There wasn't like, there was no smell of like rubble or, or like smoke smoke when their stuff happened. It was right. just purely like a, yeah. Also, oh, like even the explosion smoke smelled of vanilla. That's, that's I don't nice. know if it was vanilla, but it was some pleasant smell, whatever it was. I didn't, I didn't so, take yeah. in the profiles, but it was, but it wasn't like smoke, smoke. You know? might look forward to explosions in the future if it smells like pie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't wait, wait, wait. Don't appreciate the bombs that don't go off. That was yeah. my quote. <laughs> and but you do appreciate the vanilla scented bombs. <laughs> uh, very expensive film for I Nolan. I, I think it's his most expensive film. Budget of two hundred and five million. Because he had to film it twice, once in <laughs> forwards and once in reverse. <laughs> Actually, you think that would half the price. Well, <laughs> if you, only if he's taking advantage of uh, the reverse uh, button. Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> uh, worldwide gross. Now, this figure, um, it could move around quite a bit depending course, on yeah. because it hasn't been released everywhere, and you know, places that it has been released hasn't necessarily had 
um, the audience that it might have otherwise mm. uh, gotten. Um, but arguably, it's made its money back. Um, it's it's grossed three hundred and twenty million so far. That's not bad. Uh, so I don't, I don't think it's a flop. You know, I think it's, it's just the circumstances of this year are mm. holding back any further success that yeah. it may have had. But I, d- I don't think it's that good a film, to be honest. Just just lightly, you know, seeding everything. I don't I don't think it's that great. It's I, it's an interesting idea, but I, I don't think it was done very well. I'm inclined to agree. I do think it warrants a rewatch, and so I'm a little bit hesitant to put my hammer down yeah, and say this I was bad or this was good because it's it's not even. You know how when Inception first came out, everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's such a complex movie. Inception for me, it wasn't. And that's I'm not saying because like, I'm some big smarty. For me, it was all very clear. Here are the rules. Let's play with the rules. But that this had a film si- that dropped had a- them very yeah. tiny clues the entire way through yeah. and didn't kind of have a huge moment for me where it kind of put them all together in a way. It sort of did, but sort of didn't. And that's I'm a little bit lost on this one, but I think a review might Inse- help. Yeah. Inception had a simple idea and that's we can go into people's dreams. Yeah. Right? And when we're in people's dreams, we can go into, you know, you can dream within a dream. And time right? flows differently so, in and dreams. And, and that's fine. That's it. They're the rules. It took me 15 seconds to, to explain them. Correct. And, and you can tell a story like that. This one, simple statement, um, some things can go backwards in time. Okay. So like a time machine? No. They exist like they are and they're just flowing in a different direction. But then there's also okay, a time machine. Okay, so I can't... Yeah. That, that's the part that I got know, me. I know, I know. Well, it irradiates them or something so that then they're travelling backwards in time. They're, they're, yeah. Their direction... Okay, so you can, you, can, you can make that statement, but then how on earth do you... Do you intuit that to to mm. to people? Because that's that that's not really something you have a you have a grasp on. Like dream within a dream, you get it. Yep. Right. That's that's not a, a well, concept dream within that's a difficult dream to like a fucking fr- an old phrase as well. Sure. Like it is, yeah. 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 That's absolutely fine. But how do you how do you even un- understand moving backwards? You know, having having your your um, time flow through the through the through the universe reversed. Mm. How do you even that part is Explain that. not terrible for me yeah. from about halfway through when the movie kind of changes what it was doing. We'll get into when we get into the full full. No, no. So like, yeah. like the example they give when 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 the film starts is that okay, there's the um, you know a bullet or something lying on the thing, and he doesn't pick it up so much as he did drop it. Yeah. In the future or something, so he just has to pretend like he's dropping it but then that doesn't work either it just doesn't doesn't make any sense when you're actually trying to flesh out what's going on as i say interesting idea but actually fleshing it out i don't think nolan nailed that whatsoever Uh, yeah when he gets the time travel as in the people going in reverse that part for me crystal clear it was the yeah. objects part at first that threw me for a bit of a what's happening but then when they it's go, fine when the machine comes into it yeah. that part Smooth as butter for me. Great. Sure, but it's when those things are interacting and you get and you get the the causality paradoxes, you know, piling up on top of each other. Yeah. And they're not really explained. It's just, oh no, you know, this happened, you know, because that's the action scene we wanted and this other thing <laughs> happened. When people are fighting, when one reverse person is fighting a forwards person, mm. who's throwing who? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if I if get it. if, the, if you know if, if if the whole point of view, you know, like um, uh, the protagonist, because he doesn't have a name, he's just called the protagonist. If his interaction with with the bullet is to sort of feel what's 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 going on in order to make it happen, so he's not picking up the bullet, you know, he has dropped it from its perspective, mm. right? And he just has to feel that. So if you're finding someone in reverse, 
you just don't feel what what they're doing, and that's it. You can you can manipulate them according yeah. to your rules of of, mm. of entropy. Mm. That's the thing. Like so, I, <laughs> just I didn't did. really like I got what they were trying to do, but I also didn't understand like the mechanics of it. Yeah, it didn't really like. It wasn't until like that scene that's probably like halfway if not a bit more into the movie where they're on like both sides of that screen and the, things the, are happening. This is the blue room and the red room. Yeah, that like, was good. That's when yeah. I was like, oh, okay. I, th- I think I get it. This is pretty cool. But then I still like, how, what, what? <laughs> it, and, and that's what it is. It's a, it's a series of kind of cool ideas, but when you mm. string them together and you try and make a story out of it, you find yourself- Very I found minimal. myself, yeah, very quickly going, okay, what the hell is going on? Because I, d- I don't get it. Mm. I think it was also like at that same point in the movie where I just accepted that I wasn't going to understand what was right. happening <laughs> and just enjoyed the, the flashy colors on the screen. So that's, <laughs> what, that's what stopped me enjoying the big climax at the end mm. where they're having this huge forwards and reverse battle in, in real time. It's a, what they call it a, a temporal pincer movement. Yes. Yeah. Again, yeah, it sounds kind of cool to do that, but I completely lost- any sort of any sort of <laughs> semblance of of, of, of of reality at that point and, and the rules of the of, of, of the universe. I couldn't feasibly understand what was going to happen next. Mm. And you, you can't enjoy a film when you can't guess what's going to happen. Well let's go go back to the actual the making, because it's it's worth noting for this film. Um, since Interstellar, um, Nolan generally works with his brother Jonathan. He's normally like the, the writer of the film. They normally co-write together, but Jonathan Nolan is part of the team in, when it came to the, the Dark Knight series, The Prestige, in Memento. And Interstellar was the last project they worked on together. Now, sure. I haven't seen Dunkirk, so I don't know how that feels, but I imagine being a, a, a trying to be true to an, a war, you know, an event, war story, they wouldn't have the normal was Nolan. That, was that the one shot one or am I thinking of 1917? I think 1917 was the one shot okay, yeah. one. So <laughs> I haven't seen Dunkirk, so I can't comment on that one, but that one was written by Christopher Nolan alone. This film was also written by Chris alone. And I have to wonder. So what you're saying is Jonathan's the man with the brains. Well, I think also, <laughs> I'm sure Nolan had someone obviously go through and do the edits and work alongside because it's quite a, it's a big script, but maybe it's, it's missing not- that key person to, because this is Jonathan also is Memento as well, not Memento. Sorry, um, Inception yeah. as well. Taking what could potentially be a really complex idea, still being able to play with all the stuff that it can do, but also making it palatable and understandable. And I do just have to posit as a question: maybe Jonathan being away from this project made it a little bit less easy to digest in that way. And that's speculation purely. I don't know. Maybe Chris is the one that normally hits it out of the park when it comes to writing it. Maybe I have it's no not, idea. It's not bad. Like it's, it's not awful. It's just. Unnecessarily confusing, mm, I think. Very is, is, contrived. Is, is, yes, yeah, yeah. And um, when 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 things are happening, um, yeah, contrived is a great word for it because it doesn't. If you don't have any any rules as to you know the hierarchy of what's going to happen when these two time directions interact, mm. um, and who's who's calling the shots, then the audience can't anticipate anything yeah. and. The movie's not fun if you're just watching things happen that you can't make sense of. Yeah, I think that's right. All right, cool car chase though. Yeah, that one was cool. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> and shall we do some trivia? I, mean, I know there's a lot of yeah, like, yeah. like it's like you said, it really it's just a movie of a lot of cool scenes that don't yeah. really have a thread to follow. Well, they do, but the thread doesn't give you a lot. <laughs> well, what what you can see when when, when the smoke isn't in front of the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm not being thrown. Yeah. Across the room. <laughs> Um, there was massive secrecy surrounding the script. I don't know why Nolan kept this one secret. I don't think- I think he keeps them all secret, to be fair. I know, but even if this script leaked, 
I don't think that'd be a problem because you still can't understand it. <laughs> yep. Um, so, well, spoiler alert: <laughs> a Christopher Nolan film's going to be confusing. <laughs> Robert, Robert Pattinson was only allowed to read the script um, while in Nolan's office when it was <laughs> locked. Um, Michael Caine was only given his parts, and Kenneth Branagh. Um, compared reading the script to completing the New York Times crossword every, si- every single day. Holy shit. That was Kenneth Branagh? Yeah. As the writer. I did not recognise him. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He's very good. He's Sorry. really good. I, I just saw really that good he- role. The, all, the, all the performances were, were great. Mm. Yeah, I really enjoyed pretty much everybody that was in it. I did. That did not even click. I thought he was just some European. I mean, no, I guess no, he's English, it's, it's, but I thought he was some him. European yeah. actor. Fuck, he's, all right. he's really good. Yeah. yeah, fucking commendable. Jesus. Um, he's um. What's the dickhead teacher from the second Harry Potter film? Um, oh yeah, uh, the one that faked being like a superhero. Uh, or something. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. But he's also Hercule Poirot from the um, the new Agatha Christie ones they're re-releasing. Oh, is um, he? Oh, the the uh, Murder on the Orient Express yes, and yeah. Death in the Nile. Of course, yeah. Um, good actor. Um, and he's done some Shakespeare and other stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also, I think, directed Thor 1. <laughs> oh, did he? What? <laughs> Top of my head. I'll double check that. Um, I think he directed the first Thor movie. He did. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at this boy remembering his movie <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, because of all the, all the weirdness happening this year, um, by the time... Uh, they came to recording the soundtrack for it. Lockdown orders had already been issued um, around the world. Uh, so the soundtrack is actually a compilation of the musicians individually recording the things in their own homes oh, and sending them in and, and it all being uh, edited together. That's cool. Another reason this film could not have been made in any other like period <laughs> of time. And it, and it worked. I mean, I can't remember any particular theme from the film but it's not like the music was I did was notice like at one point like, in my head I did think like oh this score's kind of cool but now I can't remember it yeah I, I think it was mostly like a lot of um like reversed instruments and stuff to fit the theme of the mu- of like the movie yeah but, but it was it did but have nothing, some cool sounds yeah but nothing seemed out of place like no. nothing seemed like it didn't belong there no not at all yeah uh, and unbelievably for the 747 crash into the hangar um, Christopher Nolan originally wanted to do it with miniatures and sort of keep it low key. Yeah. He found out it would actually be cheaper to purchase a decommissioned seven four seven and actually crash it into a building, all <laughs> live in front of the camera, and rig it with explosive, and say, "How I know, how right? That, That's how just is that incredible." Than miniatures. <laughs> oh, the miniatures had to be made out of unobtainium. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and so everything you saw was absolutely genuinely real. Oh, that's very in fact, cool. The, the film itself only had like two hundred and fifty VFX uh, shots hmm. or something, which is tiny for, for yeah. Nolan. And I think the note I read that it, um, it, it was also small for for a rom com. If you're making a rom com, 250 visual effects yeah. shots would be would be a, a It does seem low, yeah. So there's yeah, there's a lot of genuine stuff actually happening on screen that just yeah. happened to be recorded rather than uh, sort of pieced together and photoshopped in later <laughs> on. Uh, working title for the film: Merry Go Round. That's not that makes sense. No, they don't go both ways. You, I guess they do. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible, but they don't famously. The machine that irradiates them <laughs> literally spins in a circle. Oh, that thing. Yeah, I was thinking like more like what's the thing that does literally go back and forth in, in like a. That's fine. Like a like the pirate swing. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Like oh, a pirate ship? Yeah, something like that. That's, that's a pendulum. That's yeah, not- call it a pendulum. <laughs> I don't know, but. 
Pendulum would have would have been a good. Would have been a but America Ram makes sense with the with the time machine, I guess. Yeah. Well, not time machine. But, but I see what you're saying now. America Ram doesn't go backwards. It does just go one way. I mean, I suppose you could unless run it you're backwards. walking they along could. the merry-go-round. That would make sense because then it's going so you're walking backwards on the merry-go-round, but you can still be walking forwards. Yeah, yeah. that's how you get them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, anything anything else that's interesting? Has this actually come out in the states or not? Do we have confirmation of that? I think it, I think it did come out. In, again, in some places, it didn't release in every theater. It was it was limited release. Um, Did you find twenty sixth of August? Like again. how they actually shot a lot of the like reverse stuff. Christopher Nolan seems like crazy enough where he would be like, "No, we're going to do this backwards." <laughs> the, the car chase they 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 did mm. record. They they shut down. Um, so they just a, had to cut someone driving in reverse. That's exactly right. Whole heap of stunt drivers. Um, and yeah, they they filmed them um, driving one way, then driving the other way with the appropriate mm. people driving backwards. Yeah. I figured that one would have had to have been practical. I just wasn't sure about some of the other stuff. Yeah. I mean, I I saw this uh, a couple of months ago, so it's not fresh in my mind, but uh, I, th- I think the cuts are sort of quick enough um, mm. and, and the background blurry enough that you don't really get a sense of yeah, the speed true. of, of um, the car chases. So they, they could have, you know, uh, recorded them driving much slower than yeah. they're you know, showing and implying That's that they're, true, that they're yeah. driving. But yeah, they they, they, they shut down. Um, they recorded that in Estonia, uh, and they and they shut down a, a five mile stretch of highway for for a few weeks, Dang. Uh, in order to do it. Very cool. It, I mean, it's 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 quite an effort. It's it's not like it's a rubbish film, and you shouldn't see it. It just as a film, it doesn't make as much sense as yeah. you know the story should. As it should yeah, yeah. But it is still kind of cool. It's a very yeah. cool idea. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like I, I really enjoyed it as like just a, a film, but you're, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have that tangible like thread of like information that you can follow so that you know exactly what's yeah. happening. There's just shit happening all the time. Time travel is a really difficult thing to intuit. Like this felt like an easier version of it though. For me. Like You think so? No, like I like, think like so. classic time travel like like back to the future time travel, you've got a machine. Yep. Right? You disappear from here. And you show up in the past somewhere. Easier rules. Yes, this, this. this. And everything is, and you know, and and you're there in the past, you know, as your future self, you weren't there, you know, and you you can sort of catch up to your own timeline just by by living it through. Mm -hmm. Terminator follows the same rules. Basically, every other time travel film, most of them anyway, follow those same rules. This one, it's saying, no, 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 we're changing the physics. And so the things are still the same, but. Now, from their perspective, their their forward directions of time um, is uh, is opposite to everything else. I just say it's ob- yeah. it, it opposite to the rest of the universe. That's not something you can really get a good grasp of because mm. it's such a foreign concept. It's not right. something you can, you know, you can understand being one place and not being one place. Yep. Right. That's that's easy enough. And just you know of. of Time being the, the the difference, fine. That's that's easy enough to understand, but actually moving backwards through time but forwards. Well, I mean, honestly, what you you said we were talking before about the merry-go-round. Just that's sort of how I did imagine it, though. Like, so the merry-go-round is moving in reverse, and you're on it, but you're moving not in reverse. So, you, but it, but it's actually running the way that you know it shouldn't be running, and right. it's just right. that, but everywhere. <laughs> that's, right. that's the world but it was just yeah like 
as, as uh, all, all the same as if you were to reverse a movie, like you just hit it in, in reverse and watch it in reverse, but you're still external to that movie going personally forwards in yeah. your own timeline. Are, are either of you fans of Red Dwarf? Yes, but not mm. I'm not sure what a lot. Or There's an episode of Red Dwarf called Backwards. I think it's episode one of season three. The fact that you know that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Someone at the table is a Red Dwarf fan. <laughs> and... In that, um, a couple of the guys uh, go through this this wormhole or whatever, and they're in a universe where the entire universe, the direction of time is reversed. So they've come from a universe where where we're moving forwards. Everything there happens backwards. So food is uneaten, drinks are unpoured, fights. You know, you you show up all bruised and battered. You have and the fight. Sounds exactly and you like leave, this. And you leave, you know, <laughs> bones just crack. Yeah. Um. Uh. Healed. You know, that's 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 the sort of place it is, and in a in a twenty minute thirty minute sitcom, you can explore that idea and have a few jokes, and it's kind of fine. It's not really heavy, mm. but stretching it out for two and making that the premise of the whole film, you really have to nail mm. the the. <laughs> Again, I know it's fictitious. It's not like, you know, Nolan is, you know, a, a theoretical physicist and actually trying to make this thing work, but it has to make sense somehow. Yeah. You have to get a sense of what's going on. I think, And I, I think that's the one thing that's holding this film back is that it's really complicated and it's not something that y- you can explain in two hours. Yeah. I think the mistakes with the, with the protagonist named the protagonist. For the record, That's also kind of silly, but fine, he's a James Bond. Oh, no, I mean, I he doesn't. the issue that makes it harder to digest is with oh. his character. For the record, the actor, um, John David Washington, good actor. I actually enjoyed him. Yeah, he was great. fun. I yeah. like, yeah, this, this is nothing to do with the performance, just the role. Whereas in Inception, we join Leo, Cobb, whatever you want to call him. He's there to kind of, as an audience, also kind of hold our hand and take us through the concepts of the film because this is sort of a mystery to start with and we're having to piece together with this guy as he goes along, which makes perfect sense given the narrative. Of course, he doesn't know what's going on. Like, yeah. But because we don't have that one role to sort of, this is the rules of the world, let's continue on and go through and fill in the steps as we go because he has to also learn them organically, we're just missing that, that, that help that we would normally get. Right. But it's... It's tough. I appreciate a movie that also doesn't want to just hold your hand and take you through all of it. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I think this film could have benefited a little bit from it, though. I don't think it was too smart for its own good. I just think it was too inaccessible for its own good. Yeah, mm. too weird. Yeah. But, but interesting stuff. It's, 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 it's interesting. Like, this is nothing I struggle with during a movie. If I'm thinking, I'll literally lean forward and put my hands on my chin <laughs> and just try and, like, Puzzle I noticed you did that several times. Yeah, and then I'd, I'd punch I'd, myself in the yeah. face because of the cinema. <laughs> but I, I, I really wanted to understand it too. Yeah. And so I'd, just mm. when you think you're you're about to get it, there's a new thing that happens on screen. Yeah, and that's you just it. Go, what? Like, that, I, I, was like, I was like, I think I'm starting to get it. And then I just gave up trying. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> all right, I don't get it. I kind of understand what he's trying to say. I'm just going to go with it. Did um, Was it just me or did everybody seem to be not only speaking quickly mm-hmm. like about 10 or 15 percent faster than normal but the cuts between speaking roles were about 
a half a second too quick. It was definitely mm. really quickly paced. It, I found it, that the, I don't know if it was just the like extra mechanics of the cinema that we were in, but I found the dialogue to be quite quiet as well. <laughs> okay. Which made it even harder Over to follow. Over the sound of the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the, like just the delivery of all the dialogue was really quick, which I liked at the time. I was just saying to Seb before, like it's quite like a, like a lot of the dialogue is really witty and like fun, but it right. comes and goes so quickly that I now can't remember any of the things I thought were really clever. <laughs> I can't pinpoint specific examples. This did happen two or three times in the film. I also felt like there was just jumps within the story. So like we learned something as an audience, the, the sky is blue. And then the next scene, suddenly the main characters are now talking about um, a peg, yeah. because the sky is blue, that obviously means blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how did you make that leap? Yeah. And that yeah. happened a couple of times where mm. we, we learned something minor and we just instantly jumped to- Then that formed the, the basis of the next thing. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't a clean cut yeah. A equals B sort of thing. And I'm like, I mm. don't follow you. Yeah. It's quick. This would be great as- a, a TV series because mm-hmm. you could so really you could really explore yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You could spend ten or thirteen episodes just fleshing out this idea and exactly how it works, mm-hmm. but it's too quick for a movie. What's well, the thing? Like with like exactly like those scenes you were talking about. Like at one point, I was like, it, "Is like time moving around here as well? Like is this before something or after something else?" Because like <laughs> there's just no context to it. Like it just flips and suddenly it's the two of them talking about something else. Yeah, yeah. The, towards the end of the film, where they're they're back on this boat and it's after the um the the woman's been injured and she's being healed by going backwards in time. Yeah. There's this they, there's about six oh sorry, three or four different scenes where they're like having a sleep, waking up, having a chat, strategy meeting, having a sleep, waking up. And it was done in such a way where they were trying to show like the passage of time. But it literally felt like in like episodes of Doctor Who, where time is literally skipping. It felt like that was happening, like there was a distortion in the actual flow of reality as opposed right. to an editing trick. And I was like, okay, has something actually gone wrong? No, it was yeah. just like the, yeah. they just decided to construct it in this really abrupt way. I don't know. It was just, it was weird. It just didn't feel as as neat. It felt like it felt, it felt like it needed one more draft mm. in general, whether, whether you want to interpret draft as another sit through in the editing bay or another draft as literally writing the script and, just making it that one more step concise, but mm-hmm. yeah, I for that reason I don't think multiple viewings will make it any better an experience. Yeah, sure. It's hard to say. I mean, you might be right, honestly, but I don't. I don't, I don't know. I'm happy to give it another shot. Not. I'm not going to watch it recently. Oh, I'm happy to give it a shot in six months, maybe <laughs> at home in the safety of my own house where I, I can control the seat, um, but or at least rely on it standing still. <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't bad. It was there, no, there were some cool ideas in it, like the idea that um, uh, you know the special arms person that can hook you up with this ba- backward stuff um, is uh, is basically unmeetable. They won't take appointments, and they're at the top of this tower that you basically have to break into. And then when you do have the meeting, they'll also call their guards, mm. and you won't get out alive so mm. you can have the meeting that's fine we'll have a very civil chat but then you're going to die unless you escape yep right that's that's very eccentric and it's kind of cool that somebody with this amount of power would restrict themselves that mm. way yeah. and that's and that's a nice you know little mini game challenge for the for yeah. the for the characters to go through do you think this movie would have done better 
and hear me out, I'll pitch exactly to me, but with an <laughs> extra 30 minutes. Specifically, at the very end, it's sort of done in like a scene of like a minute and a half, two minutes of dialogue. Hey, protagonist, you've been the puppet master for this entire situation the entire time. Yep. But you haven't done it yet, which no. is a cool, I like that idea. But having that extra 30 minutes to then go back and show, I ex- okay, for example, I expected us like to go a, like back a, to, the, to the opera. Yeah, like 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 a heist film or, or a detective film where you're shown exactly yeah. how they knew all the stuff was yes. going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I expected yeah. that specifically because we, if you remember back to, I mean, probably maybe not for you, Andrew, because it was two months ago, but Jordan, if you remember back to the opera scene at the mm-hmm. very beginning yeah. of the film, he gets saved by someone who has the same coin and tag on his backpack that Robert Pattinson's character does. That's really kind of like that, that coin comes back in the in the third act just to show that it's Pattinson's character that dies yeah. trying to save them. But once again, on a reviewing, if you didn't catch it the first time, you'd realize that Pattinson was then in that scene, the opening yeah. of the film, saving the protagonist's life, no doubt set up by him somewhere. I, I don't need to see that precise thing maybe shown, but... I think having that extra half an hour to show, rather than just him having a conversation right. with the with the weapons dealer in the back of the car saying, "Yep, I'm the boss," yeah. <laughs> actually showing him doing it would yeah. be a nice. It doesn't even need to be a half hour; even just like a little like montage, yeah. like where you kind of go back and just show some of that prior stuff to link it all in together would have been fine. I legit like yeah. I, I just expected we would go back to the opera. They mentioned the opera fifteen thousand times during this film. I mm. expected we were going back to that. Just to, I mean, I know we, we understand why that scene exists. It was part of old mate Groton, one more piece of the device and stuff in the end. Like I get that, but I expected because there was the first sign and we, cause we were, okay. We go back once in this film really. And it's the protagonist fights himself without knowing he's fighting himself yeah. in that bit. But then we don't go back again to show that time happening the first time. Like it just felt like they showed this, it happening once, but it actually happens twice. Right. Yeah. And it just felt like a dangling thread. Like I, we know what happens. I know we're not left without the knowledge, but it just doesn't feel neat. Like it feels like you've gone full circle everywhere, except you've got this Pac-Man looking fucking shape over here. Cause you've just, you have completed the gap. <laughs> it's, it's largely a heist film, but without mm-hmm. all the bits really explained as to why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, they, they, they go back halfway through the film. They realize um, that in order to, to catch, um, I, f- I forget his name, but Sato. Sato is no, that no, Brenner's no. character? Sato, because oh, Sato, I think, is actually the name of the um of Ken Watanabe's character from um. All oh, right. <laughs> well, anyway, they, he's he's starting to go backwards, mm-hmm. backwards, forwards <laughs> through <laughs> through time, and they realize in order to catch him, they're going to have to do the same, and also they they get to heal, um, uh, his uh, his wife who yeah. he who we shot, um, by going backwards through time, but in doing so, they're going to have to, um, interact with themselves again, mm. and they. Sator. 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 Yeah. Like the um the initial the initial person. plan the, the first time in order to crash the plane in to get the things and, and do that. That's kind of well explained, but then it's not yeah, it's it's not explained to the same extent um how they're going to <laughs> fight against themselves and you know, interact and dance around themselves because that's now a genuine risk. Yeah. Mm. Little <laughs> there was some cool stuff. Like when they do yeah, go back in time, yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, when he does go rever- back, well, reversing in time, and he fights himself, it was the little thing like when he goes through the little the turntable thing, and then he's the same one that runs out past Pattinson's character. Yeah. For mm. me, when that first happened, and they 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 did like the whole mask tease, it didn't show who it is. I assumed that they were fighting themselves. Yeah, but then without 
even clicking for how they set up if you don't see yourself entering and leaving at the same time on the side, something's gone wrong. Of course, it was the same guy because they came through both That's sides right. at the yeah. same time. Yeah. Mm. And some of that I appreciated because I was like, oh, that's actually a bit more clever than I thought because I just originally thought that there was both of them back in time fighting each other, but it, it wasn't. Yeah. Um, the actual sequence when he first goes through to go reverse time and he steps outside and he, you know, it's like you're taking like his perspective, like this is his first time walking through time backwards. That was really cool. Yeah. That, that mm. whole setup just walking through, even just like him stepping into the puddle and you see the puddle reverse yeah. splash in. The smoke really moving in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. like visually very cool. It felt weird. I mean, it's, no, it's an Nolan film, but it felt like a dream. Like it felt like one of those weird, mm. it's just off enough that your brain is like, I don't like it. Like it's, it yeah. feels uncomfortable, but it's yep. yeah, good shit. Visually, this film was really And then you nice. get that for the whole last half hour of the film. Yes. <laughs> the, the end fight scene, the big war, cool concept. I have, I have several questions because I missed something. Yeah, what the fuck was happening? <laughs> so they split into- Good place to start. <laughs> they split- I was in, right there with you. <laughs> they split into two teams to do this this temporal pincer maneuver. One's going to go forwards. One's, one's going one's, backwards. Yeah, yeah. That part so that, I got. Yeah, so there's a 10 minute time frame. So one team starts at, at minute zero and one team starts at minute 10 and they meet on either, but either end. The idea is that the second team that's going to go backwards will- um, link up with the with, with the first team after they've completed their mission in order to know exactly what went wrong and what and, and what happened so that when they then do the changeover and start moving backwards through time they have that information mm. yeah because when they start the mission and the arguably already done it and arguably at that point right at the start they could meet up with the team you know coming back backwards through time and know the outcome of the entire battle of both sides yep. before they even start the damn thing. Yep. My question is <laughs> just I think that's the part shipping of the container, plan Andrew. and it's just not explained. <laughs> My question was just because the they shipping seem containers. To, they seem to know stuff and not know stuff mm. and it's you just don't yep. know what the rules are. The shipping containers. They make the comment that the blue team has their helicopters are carrying in these big, big Yep, and they, and they can't interact with anything because and that'll spoil the- Yeah, they say, what yeah. are they hiding from us? They just used them to escape. I'm so confused. Yeah. What were they hiding from? Them? I don't know. I assumed they were hiding all their bodies from them. Oh, possibly. So they wouldn't yeah. see their dead selves. Yeah. That's what I thought, but they didn't do that either. And I'm just, I feel like I must have missed something. It's a battle. What did they think was going to happen? Of course, some <laughs> of them are going to die. One of them gets a building built. That's, that was cool. Actually. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, I was wondering if I had missed what actually happens with what they were keeping secret. I, think I guess maybe I didn't. I think it's possible the film itself missed bits. Yeah. The editor missed bits because it's just, it, it really is confusing. It's inherently yeah. confusing. Mm. I, I get the idea though. And I like the idea of them because their enemies are also going forwards and backwards. They have to attack this facility from both angles. It actually, yeah. like mm. that all plays wonderfully for me. It's like in Star Wars, you got to attack the planet and attack the starship. You need two fronts. In this case, it's just, well, they're moving backwards and forwards through time. So we need to have teams that can do both. Yeah. I'm with you. It's fine. It was cool. It actually reminded me a little bit of Edge of Tomorrow for some reason, but not as good. Like that's that one scene, yeah, yeah. but nowhere near as good, which is a pity. I mean, Edge of Tomorrow is fucking fantastic. Though. Isn't it great? It's so good. Um, do you guys have any other scenes you want to pinpoint or do we want to move on to... Hey, for all we, we, we said we might spoil it. I don't think we have because we actually <laughs> there is a plot. That's what I mean. It's, it's, it's so confusing. You can get through it and still not have anything spoiled because you're not going to understand it yeah. the second time around. <laughs> oh, it is kind of cool to see. Should yeah. I do it? I'm going to do a one minute 
plot breakdown. <laughs> They've discovered certain materials that travel backwards through time. And they know that these are from the future and they're finding remnants of all these things from the future that lead them to believe that the world... So firstly develop some sort of reverse time technology, but also might be coming to an end. And they want to work out what's happening and see if they can prevent that from occurring. That's the mission the protagonist is given to work out where these time fluctuating materials are coming from and see if he can stop the world from ending like they think it might. That's the premise. The movie is much more complex than that, but that's that's where he gets and starts his goal from and then the movie explores and yeah. it goes into art dealings. It's that that, that was that fucking art well, stuff pissed me off. Along the along the way we find out that uh Sator is basically setting himself up as this, you know, hugely powerful oligarch by deliberately sending stuff back into the past mm. that's moving backwards for himself as his, you know, radioactive fallout salvage, you know, company crew. Uh, finds it and then he can he has knowledge of, of the future so he can make a lot yeah. of good decisions to build himself up to be this hugely powerful guy. So he's leaving mm-hmm. himself they, they they describe it in one scene as sort of a reverse time capsule. So instead of me having a chest, burying it and digging it up in ten years, me in ten he years it up buries years, the chest yeah, that's right. and then sends it back in time ten that's years. Right. Yeah. Well not even sends it. It just sits there for ten years going in reverse though. Yeah. So it's not like it's transporting from 2030 to 2020 it's living from 2030 back in time to 2020 and then he's uncovering it in certain locations that he obviously decided in the present i'm going to bury it under sebastian's house but i'm not going to bury it for 20 more years but it's going to arrive 10 years ago so it should be under there now that's right that's sort of the premise that's, of yeah, what he will do yeah that's right that's which all right. oh, it's makes a bit sense it's cool it's a, it's a bit bill and ted yes. you know, <laughs> oh remember remember the bin at the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> remember the trash can yeah. <laughs> and that that's very clever i like that yeah um but the fact yeah obviously yeah bill and ted literally did it as a joke yeah. in the scene but it's <laughs> oh it was me who stole my dad's keys yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but that's the premise they they got to work out he sorry he has to work out all this and that and then it gets more comp it's a lot more complex than that, but that's effectively the yeah the yeah. goal of the of the protagonist. Um, yeah, well, I guess we'll get into verdicts then, right? I have a button for that. Do I? <laughs> do I? Is that how this works? Oh, is that somewhere before I hit verdicts? Is there any other scenes you guys wanted to highlight? I think we hit them all. I think we. Did. I didn't mention as well. If you play this entire episode in reverse, uh, you do get the lovely recipe to a chickpea salad. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard the good, you've heard the bad. A lot of opinions, a couple facts. I don't know, guys. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I wasn't mad at it. I didn't feel like it was talking down to me. I didn't even feel like at some points it was going too quickly for me. I just felt like it was missing pieces. Mm, yeah, and that's. that's it. But once again, I I feel like I'm unprepared to give a declarative statement because I don't know whether or not I missed it or if the film missed it. Mm. And now that I know what I'd be looking for, I'm I'm very curious to see if a second viewing makes it better or worse. But I don't hate it. And I'm going to say it's it's worth a look, even from purely a visual standpoint. Mm. Just make sure you have a stationary chair. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I agree with everything you said. I can't really add anything else. I'd say it's good. Like I enjoyed it. I think it's a fun film to go and see, but don't go into it expecting that everything will be explained <laughs> because it won't be. And if on a second viewing things aren't explained, then the movie will move into frustration territory. If it's just two and a half hours of look at how clever I am without any actual 
supporting evidence for that. Mm-hmm. So this film, honestly, on a second viewing, this could make and break it, make a break it for me. I could either love this film or be and genuinely annoyed at it. And I don't know where I'm sitting, so I'm giving benefit of the doubt. This is a 5.1 out of 10. <laughs> As in like, it's just, I mean, it's better than that, but it's just on the side of good versus bad for me. But yeah. by God, that next viewing is either going to bump it to an eight or drop it down to a three. I don't know. Mm. I think this is going to turn out to be one of those films that is good, but doesn't really make that much money. Mm. Only because, uh, yeah, watching it, watching it again isn't necessarily going to make it any better. But when you do have the people who will produce videos and break down the scenes mm. and actually explain in detail more than the film does of what's actually going on, and maybe give us an insight into some of the motivations that aren't you know obvious on 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 screen. Uh, or do a little bit of extended universe stuff and sort of insert stuff just to make it a bit more understandable. Mm. That's where it's going to be enjoyable in in retrospect, um, and you just can't get that from buying a ticket yeah. for the for the second time. You're going to have to wait for those people to, to do those analyses. Wait for the uh, ending explained on but, YouTube. <laughs> mm. but, yeah, but I think it's going to it is going to um, be very uh, what's the word fertile territory. For, for those sorts of people because there is oh, a lot to talk about in, in this yeah. film. It's not something that's immediately enjoyable because it is so confusing and, mm. and, and so confronting for, for that reason. Um, but yeah, it is, it is, it's a, it's a heist film. It's an action film. It's explosions. It's got a little bit of um, sci-fi in it. Mm-hmm. It's not unenjoyable. Yeah. But it's just, but it tried. It's just, <laughs> boy, did it try. No, it's just so weird. And the yeah. second you start to think about it and, and lose your train of thought and go, hold on, I didn't quite get that. That's it. You're, yeah. you're gone. You can never catch up because the new stuff is coming at you at the same yeah. pace. And, That's exactly and, how I felt now that you say it that way. Yeah. Like as soon as I felt like I was lost, I had that brief moment where I thought I was getting it yeah. and then it was just gone again. And it's going to take those people doing those endings and endings explained videos mm. and things like that for you to fill in the gaps so that yeah. after you watch those, when you watch the film, you go, aha, uh-huh, that's what's going on there. Now I get it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you guys, I'm waiting on some artwork to start one of these channels. Myself. I might have been joking. I'm literally, maybe I'll try to tackle this and I'll just be like, you know what? End of the day. <laughs> Inception's still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I think, I think this is going to be good in three or four years time. Yeah. I'd, I'd say I'm curious if there's like a director's cut on the floor, but as far as I'm aware, Nolan pretty much, he, yeah. he commands his films. This would be his director's cut. Mm. So, which, and if it wasn't for his track record, maybe I'd we be need convinced like a, it was trash. A context <laughs> cut would be nice. That would have been, yeah. yeah. Can we just get a cut where everybody's talking at a normal pace? <laughs> the movie goes for seven <laughs> hours. No. Um, <laughs> but if it wasn't for Nolan's track record, I would be convinced that this movie is just full of these holes. But and the fact that he's normally so right. good, yeah. that's why I'm like, maybe I, like, I'm legitimately like, no, am I like, I'm something. Yeah. yeah. And but no, everybody else feels that way too. <laughs> this is, is this so what every, people Everyone like can't be the problem, so. <laughs> but, but there were so many people that were like, in, I don't get Inception, it's so difficult. And I was never in that camp. No. And some people with Interstellar, oh, it's so hard to get your head around. I'm like, no, it's all it's clearly not, it's yeah. Like not. Yeah. It's interesting, but it's not difficult. And this film, I'm like, is this what this feels like? Is this actually it? Or is this film actually flawed? Is mm. It's a genuine question no, I for think, me. For the format, for, for a two and a half hour film format, it's packed. So, yeah. so full of, you know, really radical ideas that they just cannot be explained in that format. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. 
it's going it's it, it's going to take you know it, and I hope there's a TV show spin-off because it is a fantastic idea. Yeah, Speaking it would be very cool. It's a sort of sort of unrelated sort of related but Jonathan Nolan is being the one that normally okay. co-writes yeah. he's actually off, he writes for West Westworld at the moment, which also explains okay. why he's so busy. Um, but he's actually currently writing a Fallout TV series based on the video games. Okay, which mm. could be interesting depending on what studio. Like if that goes to HBO, for example, mm. it's pretty much guaranteed to be a fucking slam dunk. But then it could go to the <laughs> Sci-Fi Channel, and it won't you know? Like who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I do feel like I mean it's nothing new, but there's a definitely growing trend with these high concept things going. Yeah. To TV, mm. Disney's pretty much shifted its entire focus now to supplying stuff for Disney Plus. They're looking to crush everyone else. Um, the amount of just Marvel content, like just purely made for Disney Plus, they're putting mm. out in the next five years is ridiculous. Like it's an entire cinema screen <laughs> worth of content just jammed to the exactly, service. Like, exactly. so I wouldn't be surprised. But oh, no. who knows? wait for it to come out on a streaming service. Watch it at home yeah. at your leisure, as many times as you need to. You know, still. Yeah. If you like going <laughs> to the cinema, just make sure you're in a standard motionless cinema. Yeah. Unless you're some kind of freak who thinks that 4DX is a brand new amazing innovation. Yeah. There's like cinemas hot coffee warnings in that cinema about oh, really? not having hot beverages. Yeah. Oh, of course. Okay. They thought about For that. The, yeah. Little did they know I'd punch myself in the face. <laughs> If you could just, you know, handcuff your 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 arms to your seat, that'd be great. <laughs> um, so next week, before we wrap out, um, wrap off, it's going to be our next release that's kind of as close to Halloween as we're going to get, I believe. Um, and we're doing Halloween, so I think it's actually going to be a week early now that I do the math. Have we fucked up? Did we? No, fuck that's up? right. No, no, no. That's, oh yeah. So this will come right. out. It'll be the week of the week of, yeah, because it comes out yeah. on the twenty sixth. Because Halloween yeah. is what on a Thursday, Thursday. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday is it? So yeah, it would be that we go the, yeah. the Monday after or the Monday before. We went Monday before. Yeah, you can't go too late. Nah. Obviously not. So it's not the same. November second. As, as soon as it hits midnight on the Sunday, it's fucking that's over. It. Yep. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> it's, too, it's too close Stop. to the election. People are going to be thinking about the US election. That's true. <laughs> they're not going to be thinking about Halloween anymore. So yeah, we're reviewing. I mean, they're both pretty scary. Terrifying in so many ways, but. We're reviewing John Carpenter's John Carpenter, yeah. yeah, Halloween, the original one. We'll go into details about that in a week, I guess. But yeah, I guess we'll let's can we leave now? Yes, I think so. We'll see them there. But can you leave in reverse? Seb? No, apparently Kevin kind of rather learned to speak backwards for his role. They couldn't do it like digitally or something. He had to. In oh, scenes no, where he was speaking backwards. He was speaking backwards. Okay, I I get that. Yeah. Oh. Because all you, all you have to That's do a is man dedicated to his craft, right there. No, you. I mean, speaking backwards is not is not what you think it is. It's not just reversing letters because the sounds when the, different in, yeah. in reverse do sound different. So that's just a matter of recording it, playing it backwards, and just learning it yeah, by rote, just how, how things sound. Yeah, All right, let's go, true. let's go. I'm watching you know backwards. how many national anthems I memorise just by how they sound? I don't actually know what the words even <laughs> even mean. I'm, I, just, I, I just know those those. What on earth is rejoicing? Never heard yeah. of it. <laughs> I know two. Some of the Aussie one. Some. I, don't know, I don't know all the verses. Um, when you get to the second chorus, whatever, I'm like, what is happening? I'll tell you what, the day I found out there's a second verse to the Australian National Anthem. <laughs> yep. And uh, the Canadian National Anthem, weirdly of course. enough. Yeah. Oh, God knows why. But anyway. Noob, you're doing it in English. I know the first two lines. <laughs> all right. How about the Canadian National Anthem in French, huh? No, I would do Wee Can we do socials and leave, for the love of God? <laughs> yes. Find us on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> second Take Podcast, or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC.
The Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash second take. You can also follow me on Twitter if you wish at Jordan MSPP. And you can follow me regardless of your wishes at Bastion underscore James. Uh, <laughs> SecondTakePodcast.com sends an email at SecondTakePodcast at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash second take. So like we said, we'll be back on Monday for our review of Halloween. Unfortunately, no variety hours this week. Once again, our schedules are a little bit tight. Oh, sorry. Our schedules are a little bit tight, depending on how you like to say that. Um, but yeah, we're bringing the spoots with us next week. Isn't that exciting, guys? Because yeah. I love horror movies. Ugh. Ugh, indeed. <laughs> uh, what's the button that gets me out of here? There we go. Second Take Podcast is recorded within the Moreton Bay region of Queensland, Australia, and acknowledges this region's original owners, namely the Jinnabara, Kabi Kabi, and Yugara people. Second Take Podcast respectfully acknowledges the traditional custodians of these lands, and we pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging, for they hold the memories, the traditions, the cultures, and hopes of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.